Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I need $3,000. I need $3,000 just so I can um, I, I can go hear um, what's her name? I, Hillary Clinton speak. She's going to be in Toronto uh, plugging her book. And for 3000 bucks, you get your picture taken with Madam Clinton. <laughs> sure. Uh, her ratings are lower than Donald Trump's. And usually the losing presidential candidate gets a bump in popularity. Numbers, not so much. Madam Clinton. I wonder how many people are going to pass, sort of part with three grand to see her in Toronto. Here's a story from, uh, from, from Germany. Well, at German authorities are suggesting that the Islamic State group has more than 11,000 blank Syrian passports. And they're, it's the real deal. Authentic passports. Uh, the story also suggests there are more than 18,000 of these, and the others are held by various other groups, not intent on exactly just following the rules and migrating to a country and becoming contributing members of society, I would think. Scott Newark, former security advisor to the federal and Ontario governments, post 9-11, the former executive director of the Canadian Police Association, and also a senior policy advisor to a federal minister for public safety. Also a professor now, uh, Professor Professor Newark, good to have you with us. What, what's the university again? Simon Fraser University. Simon SFU, yeah. Sure. Adjunct professor. Scott, what's going on? Put this together for us. Yeah, sure. This is uh, alarming but not surprising. Uh, there are several uh, points out of this. I know uh, we don't have much time, so let me be real quick on it. First of all, this is a reflection of the new reality, if you will, the modernization of the issues involved in the immigration systems around the world. Uh, these guys, ISIS, had actually boasted about this, about infiltrating their people uh, amidst the supposed refugees flooding into uh, Europe. They boasted about it back in uh, 2016, and it's now uh, manifesting itself, such as, as you described in the article, the German uh, uh, intelligence authorities have uh, confirmed. And there's a number of steps that we obviously need to take. Number one, you'll see in the story that it references that it looks as though they've got the serial numbers on the uh, documents themselves, but serial numbers can be altered, and um, I have no idea the extent of the sharing of that information. For example, do Canadian uh, Border Service uh, Agency officials have those uh, that database so that we can detect them? This also illustrates why we're going to need to do something that the Conservatives promised in 2006 and never delivered, and I know because I helped write the, uh, the platform material, we need to deploy a face recognition biometric bad guy lookout system at our border that we share with our Five Eyes partners and the European Union partners, just in case, you know, could, gee, could you imagine maybe they use a phony name? Okay, it is long time since past uh, uh, that we need to actually do that. In Canada in particular, uh, we have really excellent operational uh, work done by CBSA intelligence uh, officials. 
Uh, and examples of that are where we're doing, we do a very good job of uh, uh, targeted screening to detect phony uh, uh, visa applicants who are actually coming here to claim refugee status. But one of the biggest challenges, Roy, is you go back to 2010, the government announced what was called the Deficit Reduction Action Plan. It was reducing, significantly reducing spending in government departments and agencies. And CBSA complied with it, but they didn't comply with it as it was intended to cut the bureaucracy. They cut frontline positions. We are, I'm told, down about uh, 1,200 frontline positions, and actually the intelligence uh, people that would be involved in this kind of work are part of the group that was specifically targeted in that. That needs to get fixed, and fixed right away. Um, and this well, is- if we're going to, Scott, if we're going to talk about the seriousness, and, and just illustrate the seriousness of this situation, I'm just looking at one sentence from this news story that you're sh- sharing with us. Members of the group behind a series of coordinated bomb and gun attacks in Paris that claimed 130 lives in November 2015 were found to have used fake Syrian passports. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Yes. And and as I say, that is the new reality that we're facing. We actually have an ideological enemy that is prepared to do whatever it can to get its people into Western societies and launch these domestic terrorism attacks. And so it is time for us to respond to this through this new threat by um, updating and modernizing the way that we handle border security. Mm-hmm. Okay, and because it, because, it's, we, because we should not assume that ISIS is just going to look at these 11,000 blank pack passports and say, gee, that's pretty, let's put them somewhere. No, they're going to use them, of course. Of course they're, they're going to use them. Smart enough, they understand that they're a tool to help accomplish their goals. And however irrational their goals may be, we need to be able to respond to it in a way that we're able to detect it. And that's what means that we need to take some action. I mean, it comes at, a, it comes at an interesting and concurrent time, doesn't it, Roy, with the, uh, all of the deficiencies of our uh, border security being mm-hmm. set up with the uh, illegal crime. Well, exactly. Let, let, me, let me just touch on that, because although the vast majority of those are Haitians, so we basically have an understanding who they are, there's a significant number that have been reported that are people that have gotten visas, including from the Middle East, coming into the United States and then directly are crossing the border illegally. Why are they doing that? Because if they wanted to claim refugee status, they could fly into Montreal Airport, where the safe third country doesn't, agreement doesn't apply, and claim refugee status. Might it be that they know that our CBSA officials do a better job of screening, and as a result... They've decided to come into the United States where it's easier, unfortunately, to get a visa and then sneak into Canada. These are the realities we have to confront and we have to face and take action on. And there are things we can do, but it's time to actually start doing them. Well, I'll tell you, it really got my attention uh, when you alerted me to the fact that they have these 11,100. And then there's uh, the others that are some 8,000 more that are God knows who's got those. But uh, they're also out there. Syrian passports, and they could be being used by al-Qaeda or any other organization. Yeah, these include people who are not just coming here, quote, looking for a better life. No, no it's not. You know, Time che- to take action. They're not checking the want ads. Correct. They're going on monstercaair.com or whatever it is. Exactly. All right, Scott, thank you so much. It's always right, great right. talking to you. The, the source of so much information for us, Scott Newark, the former Crown Attorney from uh, Alberta and international security expert, again, who's the uh, a security advisor for the federal government of Canada, and for the government of Ontario following 9-11. When we come back, it is beginning to really be felt in Florida. It is really beginning to make its presence felt.
and it's only going to get stronger. It's only going to get worse, and that is Hurricane Irma. Anthony Farnell will join us, the Global National Chief Meteorologist. He is in Florida, and at the top of the show, boy, we had a sense of, uh, of what it's like when these massive hurricanes hit, when we spoke with Chuck Perkins, who owns the Istanbul Café in New Orleans. He talked about uh, Katrina in 2005. Anthony Fernell on the Roy Green Show on the Coros Radio Network when we come back.